This is a Bible teaching podcast from www.lumen.org.uk. That's L U M I N.org.uk. The presenter is Jeff Lumley. We continue with the Lord's Prayer and come to the line, lead us not into temptation. It's another odd line, isn't it? Why earth would God ever lead us into temptation? Actually, what we're doing here is praying, Lord, your will be done. Keep me away from temptation. I do not want to be tempted. Uh, Perhaps, maybe, God puts us into testing positions sometimes. But on the whole, God doesn't lead us into temptation. But surely if we're going to pray this prayer, then the assumption is we're already doing all that we can do to avoid temptation. And perhaps there's the rub. Perhaps I'm often putting myself in a place of temptation. Uh, Imagine maybe you're on a diet and your big weakness is cream cakes. (laughs) I've just had one actually. Uh, But your big weakness is cream cakes and you're on a diet and you don't want to eat cream cakes. So what do you do? Do you go and stand in the local baker's for half an hour looking at the cream cakes just so you can say, I'm not going to have one? Because if you do that, the chances are you're going to have one. Or do you change your route home from work so that you no longer walk past the bakers? Are you doing everything you can to avoid that temptation? And if you are, well, possibly someone's going to bring cream cakes to work uh, to celebrate a birthday and say, have one. What do you do then? You have done all you can to avoid temptation, but temptation comes along anyway. And even if you cut yourself off from every other person on the planet and locked yourself in a room where you only had lettuce leaves and water for a month, your body will start to talk to you about cream cakes. Your body will start to fantasize. It will start to call you towards cream cakes. So if we've done everything we can do ourselves to avoid temptation, we can pray to God, Lord, I pray that things do not come in my way that are going to cause me a problem. Now I've been talking about cream cakes and do you know what? It's not a sin to eat a cream cake, but the whole thing translates into things which are wrong and we know are wrong and are our weakness. We need to do something, everything that you can possibly do to avoid the temptation and then you can pray, Lord, Help me. Keep temptation away. Help me to avoid temptation. Guide my path so that I avoid it. Of course, there will still be temptation. It will come from inside. There's not much you can do about it, but you can keep asking God to give you strength and to help you to overcome it. Now, of course, one of the hardest temptations to deal with is when your friends are doing something which you know is wrong, but they're your friends and you want to be part of that group. What do you do then? And, you know, it's the same even if they're Christian friends, but you've got to make a choice. Do you say, I'm sorry, I am not going to do that. 
and risk losing that friendship group? Do you say, sorry, God, I want to be part of this friendship group. It's important to me and go out and do it. Or do you try to describe to them what it is that is the problem and ask them to respect you and not do it? Any one of those is a hard choice. The easiest is to go along with your friends, of course, but the other two are difficult choices. But you know, it isn't meant to be easy. We are called to live our lives as a living sacrifice and sacrifice is not easy. So there is going to be this hard stuff. Sometimes we have a Christian friend. Together we are doing many things, but that Christian friend doesn't have the same weaknesses as you. And maybe they want to go and see a film. Go and see a picture, as they said when I was young. Go to the cinema to watch what these days, I guess, is called a movie. And yet you know, because you've read about that film, it's including all sorts of things which will be a problem to you. And you know it's not a problem to them. They can watch that sort of thing. That's not their problem. Their problem is something else. Again, what do you do? Well, this is about learning how to be friends, isn't it? As much as anything else, it's sharing with each other and saying, I can't do that. That won't help me in my walk with God. I won't do the things that you'll find difficult. Let's find things together that we can do together. We need some honesty. What is it that I find tempting, that I find hard to resist? Think about it, pray about it. And once you know, you then need to be seeking to avoid those things. It's a bit like setting up a sign that says, danger, steep cliffs, big drop, keep away. If you see a sign like that on a coastal footpath, what do you do? Do you not only avoid that sign, but go even further away from the edge just to be sure that you're safe? Or do you go and try and peer over and see just how big that drop is? Do you get right to the edge? You know, you can only get too close once and then you're dead. And it's the same with temptation. We get too close and we commit the sin. If it says keep away, what we should do is keep even further away. There's a problem with that. That's what the Jews of Jesus' day was doing. That's the Pharisaical rule. God said you shall not work on the Sabbath. So they built a wall a hundred yards in line from inland from that sign, which said you shall not carry this, you shall not do that, you shall not do this, because we would think those things are in danger of becoming defined as work. And so if we don't do those things, we won't do anything that really is work. Good intentions in doing that, but it became rules rather than relationship, and it became destructive rather than life-giving. So that just says the whole thing is difficult. We need to pray. It's a relationship we need to be building with God. Some sin is an individual. It's what we do with each other. It's corporate sin. It's organizational sin. It's just friendship group sin. Therefore, we need to be in groups 
that are positive. We need to be in groups that are life of giving and we need to be in groups that help us to overcome those sins and not to be involved in groups which do the things which are wrong. And we need to be caring for each other. Paul says in 1 Corinthians 8, be careful that the exercise of your freedom does not become a stumbling block to the weak. And he was talking about food sacrifice to idols, but it's the same thing. If you know that going to watch a film with your friend is going to cause your friend a problem because of what's in that film, even though it's not going to cause you a problem, number one, you should never suggest to your friend you're going to that film. And number two, if you go to that film, you should never talk about its contents with them because that's a temptation for them to go to see it too. Care about one another. Help each other to avoid temptation. If alcohol is a problem to my friend, I'll never suggest going to the pub again. If what I do makes it harder for a friend to follow God, I'll stop doing it, even though it's not actually a sin. Paul reminds us in 1 Corinthians 8, we're responsible for each other. That as I pray, Lord, lead us not into temptation, not just praying about our own, but also that of your friends and those around you. I'm not just aiming to avoid those things which tempt me, but also to watch out for those I love and to avoid those things with them for their benefit. Lead us, Lord, not into temptation. This series on the Lord's Prayer is based on Jeff's book, Knees Worn Through, which is now available in paperback from Amazon. The ISBN is 979-8872-686-415. The price is £8.40 sterling, and it is also available in other currencies. Music is by raceforall.wordpress.com Thank you for listening.